What's our defense and conclusion against these things? Well, the best defense and the first defense is we must confess Jesus as personal Lord and Savior. Full deliverance only comes through personally claiming his blood and his victory at Calvary on your behalf. If you are a Christian, you're still struggling, and, and these things are still a part of our life. Secondly, we must cancel. We must turn from all occultic and demonic practices. We have to name specifically that sin, and we should burn any trace of the paraphernalia. You know, if you have lewd literature, don't throw it in your trash can for the garbage man to get. If you have some wicked occultic voodoo doll or, or I guess they have kachina dolls here, the Indian worship of Satan, if you have that stuff around, don't, don't throw it out for someone else to get. Do you know what the Bible says in Acts 19, verses 11 through 20? God brought special miracles and and they started seeing the power of the evil spirit. So in, in verse 18, those who believed in Christ confessed him, showed their deeds, and brought their curious arts and their books about Satanism and burned them. Burned them. What's the biblical way of dealing with occultic junk? Burn it. Don't, give it to some, don't sell it at your rummage sale for someone else to get. Burn it. Thirdly, not only do we cancel all the occultic practices and confess Christ, we have to claim God's promises. And I want to close by just reading you Ephesians 6. And you might be still in Ephesians. And I want to read to you starting at verse 11. Because we must put on the whole armor of God that we may be able, verse 11, to stand against the wiles of the devil. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, Ephesians 6.12 says, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual hosts in heavenly places. How do we deal with this intrusion of demons and of all the ground and hold that they want to have in our life? We take up the whole armor of God that we may be able to withstand, verse 13 says, an evil day, and having done all, stand. Verse 14, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, the belt of truth, the implement of battle hanging from the belt, which the soldier's robe together means our honesty, our truthfulness, our integrity, our sincerity. That's the belt of truth. We must be honest. We must be having integrity in our lives, in our business, in all of our financial dealings. That's the belt of truth that keeps Satan from having influence on us. If you're cheating on your taxes or cheating on your wife or cheating on your children or on your folks or on your school teacher, you do not have a belt of truthfulness, and Satan has a ground that he can come in and influence your life. Secondly, he says, uh, put on the breastplate of righteousness, this heavy piece of armor, and close the body. It means personal daily righteousness maintained by the confession of sin. Impurity brings defeat. If you're a late-night channel surfer, if you're a magazine glimpser, if you are someone who is captivated by any impure thing, Impurity brings defeat. Defeat brings demons. Demons bring bondage. Confess, forsake, put on the breastplate of righteousness. Personal daily righteousness maintained by the confession and turning from sin. He continues to say, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The soles of the soldiers' feet were impregnated with heavy spike-like hobnails, which gave them good footing. It's the idea of having readiness and peace of mind, and anxiety brings defeat. And in our lives, if we're anxious, if we're anxious about the economy, 
Never have more people waged more money on more precarious situation than is right now in our economy. Most people are in jitters over the economy. I mean, if interest rates go this way or that way, or if the economy or the stock market or the real estate market, they've got everything banked on that, and they're anxious about it. How can you live in peace when your life is governed by anxiety? And anxiety brings defeat, and defeat brings a ground for demons. He continues... And he says, not only should we have the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness and the shoes of peace, but we need to have that shield of faith. And a shield was a portable door which a soldier would hide behind. And the shield served as a buffer from the flaming darts of the enemy. And faith extinguishes all the flaming missiles of Satan. You know, he's shooting them at us. He shoots an awful thought. He shoots an anxious thought. He shoots a defiling thought. And by faith we can say, I have no part, you have no hold on me. I will not look on that, I will not think that, I will not allow that into my life because doubt brings defeat and defeat brings the demonic hold on our life. Finally, he says, take the helmet of salvation. This means the helmet of the assurance of salvation and if you live in a perpetual lack of assurance, it will bring defeat. And God has not called us to live in that state. Then there's some offensive equipment. Take the sword of the Spirit, memorizing the Scripture. The prayer, always praying in verse 18. This includes petition at all times for yourself as well as others. And finally, being alert and looking for any inroads that Satan might have in our lives. 